to the Sideline Eye podcast. You're very welcome to our review show and we're looking back at the second round of the Senior Championship. I'm joined by Philly McAvoy and we're in Ballymacnab here just after witnessing Ballymacnab beating Drummond Hay. So one happy man on here and one not so happy, Philly. Um, I suppose give us your thoughts after that game, I suppose when it's fresh in your memory. Yeah, well the last in memory was your assist at the very end for the last Ballymacnab goal, but we'll put that aside. Like it's again a new coming into this game this week like that Drummond were carrying a lot of injuries like we last Monday I was over at the club the kind of the, the minors through the Clan and got through to the semi-finals of the minor championship so I'll, I'll put that in there to get a bit of positivity for Drummond about the place but you could see the lads they were carrying a lot of injuries like Sean McGinty who he wasn't fit today because he broke the hand last week about 20 minutes in I think it happened in the Cleveland match and he played the full match he's cast up uh, Legs McKenna has an issue with his ankle he was on a, uh, whatever space boot or whatever you call those things like um, Darren McKenna hamstring uh, Roney Quinn hurt the shoulder last week during the match as well so kind of added injury to insult I suppose last week with the guards and the mid injuries there was um, during the week on the back of the kind of I suppose the six point defeat at home to Calibi so it was a tough week for Drummond T this here was always going to be a big ask at the best of times coming to Barney McNabb and facing the potent front three which I talked enough about as suppose on commentary the two Grugans and Gabby in particular like all like, as potent a, a forward line as you're going to get really in club football and Armagh like so you need your full uh, full strength kind of team out to you know, compete against them really in their home patch, especially come championship time. Like, and unfortunately today for Drummond they just come up short. Like the, uh, I suppose, the lads that come in done well and everything else to do have good experience. Lads that did come through, but very few boys on the bench had that championship experience wherever else. So it's very hard to change it up, and just never got going really. They had Drummond T. Like I had a, a spell, maybe it had three on the uh, three points on the bench really start the second half, but then the. The goal then was a bit of a killer at that stage, like, and that kind of set the tone then for the rest of uh, the half, really. Like, so unfortunately, be a heavy defeat at the end of the day. Well, lost count, maybe eighteen points was it? I can't remember too many more defeats like that in senior championship football. With Drummond, if I'm being honest, um, but I've been on the on the receiving end of heavy defeats before with Drummond in the championship. The beauty about this here for Drummond T is that the next week to bounce back. Unfortunately, back in my time, you never had this opportunity to kind of come back and have another rattle at it. The, there's probably a few boys there perhaps were saved today, thinking longer term, and longer term is next uh, next weekend, whatever day it is next weekend, and that's what Drummond T need to focus on now. Like it's get the heads down for the week, get those injuries cleared up, try and get as many bodies on the pitch in Drummond T uh, next week. Good home crowd behind him, and you can't write Drummond T off yet. I know that uh, is for certain. Like so, um, yeah, certainly what to do for Drummond T at this stage. And Barney McNabb would be, you know, in terms of I mentioned in commentary as well. Like there's probably not a team that was has come across the two weekends as impressive as Barney McNabb have been. And as well as yourself, there was, you know, they kind of emptied the bench there towards the end and all. Like and you'd be surprising, you know yourself. Like that'll give those players a boost. And you know, there's probably you're like yourself contributed as well up the pitch and everything else. Those type of players you're looking towards, you know, contribute later on in the championship as well. So, granted, a, a, a great win by Van Nab and a, a, I suppose a wide margin of victory, but so many more positives as well from their regard in terms of players getting championship experience, like which is priceless moving forward and could be the difference maker come later in the championship. And I know we'll get on to drum team play Mahari next and Van Nab play Cleve. But I suppose the four goals, I think Jack Gruden got two, Roy Gruden got one, and Kieran Hughes got one, I hope I'm right in saying that. Um, I suppose the second half, I think Ballymacab were eight points up at half time. 
Jumty have to go for it then, mm-hmm. sort of thing, and they have the win, so they have to they have to go for it, and that leaves you exposed at the back, and you see them goals, some of them were one on ones back there, and it just it it was Jumty had no other choice, but they had to sort of go for it in that second half. They had, and like fair play and everything else, like it's it wasn't damage limitation at half time like the game was still there like so Drummondy did push forward in pursuit of kind of you know making an impact on the score on the scoreboard which they did but unfortunately it took a lot of effort to get those three points on the board start of the second half and they are wiped out in one fell swoop by the first goal or whatever like so it's you know it it was a bit of a hammer blow at that stage you did fear then for Drummondy uh, for the rest of the match because they had worked so hard yet the flick of a switch as I mentioned, the potency of you guys up top like gives you that ability to pluck a goal from anywhere. Really, like you probably had a couple of chances in the first half too, never availed of. Uh, but unfortunately, for Drummond T's perspective, uh, you had three or four in the second half, and uh, despite Lappy's best efforts for the first one, and also another save from Lappy, actually uh, I can recall, and uh, he's managed to hit the net four times then in the second half, like which gave the um, I wouldn't say a flattering look to be honest with you, Banning now deserves their victory and you know it was probably reflective of the full 60 minutes or whatever like but from Drummond's perspective it's just have to park that and move forward like it's uh, if the two if the three teams I suppose could end up in two points next week if Banningham do ourselves a favour I suppose against Cleavy and um, Drummond he do the business against Mary you could have two teams or three teams sorry in two points and it'll go to then the scoring difference between the three I am told uh, so that 18 points whatever there doesn't park it. Not a nice feeling tonight going home, but uh, at the same time, shouldn't have an impact going forward as long as it doesn't psychologically impact the lads. Like so. And I suppose before today, Philly, Silverbridge was the, the result of the weekend, and probably still is, but Mahari upsetting the odds against Cleve. Obviously, I've seen Mahari up close last week and just noted on the podcast during the week the amount of men and the amount of experience they were missing on Cleve. Felt like a sure back going down to Mahari. Clevey were really impressed against Drummond T, but Mahari that'll put a massive step in their bounce going to Drummond T next weekend. That's it, like, and like, I suppose when you look at Mahari in terms of, as I mentioned probably last week at times, like Aidan Forker, the seasons he's had at inter county level, like, he should be coming into the championship brimming of confidence. Now, Forker's the type of guy who's full of confidence no matter what, um, how his season has gone or whatever else, like, but the way he played all year, like, he must be chomping at the bit really in terms of club championship I'm sure I've never seen the, his performance today or the match itself but I'm certain he had a leading role in that and he'd be you know, full of confidence and everything else along with it. his Mahri teammates now teammates now coming to Drummond he next weekend Drummond he did get the better of them in the league uh, earlier in the season but I said it previously that Mahri are different a different animal come championship time like they will have those extra bodies in and everything else I wouldn't say people were writing them off after last week like but it certainly surprised a few if anything I would say that probably shows how good a result last week was for Bally McNabb as opposed to any reflection on Mahri we've seen what Bally McNabb done here today so Mahri are listen more of a ducks back to them last week they have their championship medals in their back pocket and everything else they would have brushed that off last week came back with a resounding kind of performance today Listen, they'll be full of confidence going to Drummond T next week. And unfortunately for Drummond T, nothing more than a win will do for them. Like So it's it's do or day next week for Drummond T. And whatever happens in regards to that, be it second or third finishes or whatever else, like our scoring difference, park all that to the, to the side at the minute. Drummond T just needs to get down back to basics for next week because the Mahari team is coming through the gates next week. Brimming with confidence after the day. Looking perhaps... Whatever way it pans out there, um, well, I'm not sure if they can finish top or not. 
the way it's panned out like but certainly they're looking to make an impact going forward and they'll see next week as the next stepping stone for them progressing as far as possible in the championship if not winning it of course I think off the top of my head there could be a three way tie at the bottom depending on what results we're in I think Mahari Cleve a bottom club can all end up on four points as well so that's all for, for next week we'll keep that for our preview show I mentioned Silverbridge, definitely the result of the weekend, Philly, and I know a lot of people were getting in touch with myself, and I'm sure Mark Beatty was the same. We did mention, and I don't think people remember this, that that had the, the an upset written all over it, there was a chance of an upset, but we both didn't see it coming, I'm not sure a lot of people outside of Silverbridge saw them winning, or see them winning by 15 points, it was a huge result for them. 15 points, like that's... You know, I know how hard it is, and every every club player, sorry, knows how hard it is going to Abbey Park and get a victory, like any kind of victory. Never mind a 15-point victory, like I'm fully deserving of the victory as well. A, a proper 15-point win, someone said to me, like so. It's yeah, testament, testament to Silverbridge on the back of a home defeat last week. You're kind of thinking, oh, this is the kind of 1B versus 1A. I was guilty of that last week in terms of thinking that the 1A showed their class last week and be a similar picture again this week with a, with a few of them be having home advantage but Harps had the home advantage and Silverbridge kind of pushed last week aside having not scored in the first half last week at home you could be thinking if you're Silverbridge like geez like this is some step up in terms of winning a 1B and suddenly we can't even score in the first half they brushed all that aside whatever about the second half last week to, you know, to group together and put in what is the performance excuse me, performance of the championship probably never made in the weekend so thus far I think now I might have something to say today like, but I think their Silverbridge going as a 1B soon to be 1A next year obviously team going down to Abbey Park and Harps have been probably one of the most consistent teams in Armagh both league and championship over the last number of years Like, so to go down there and do that to them can well work wonders for them going forward Like, as for Harps you know they've been around the block enough like they'll take take that on their chin um, brush it off they'll not be happy about it I'm sure there's you know the three goals and everything else that they'll look at and um, conceding being in the end of a 15 point defeat at home is never nice but again as I mentioned previously like the beauty of this championship is that you know you're not dumped out and you're not sitting over winter thinking how the hell did that happen against Silverbridge at home you have an opportunity next week to rectify it and yeah as I say that's the beauty of this format of the championship we spoke to um, Johnny O'Burns after the game here and had a chat with him so we'll just hear what Johnny O had to say after Silverbridge saw off the Harps on Friday night The obvious starting point you probably took a bit of stick after last week do you feel like you showed the night that wasn't your true performance last week you showed you all about the night yeah, well, it was it was definitely a bit better tonight. Now uh, we were very disappointed. Maybe against Madden, not even the loss, just the lack of performance. Uh, we didn't show ourselves in a good light at all. So tonight was a bit more like it. There's still things to work on, obviously, but uh, we obviously fixed things that, that you know put us in the wrong direction last week. So uh, look, it was a good win, and we have an even bigger game now next week against Shane. So it's you know just move move on. What was said during the week? Did you place a lot of importance on this game? The fact that you hadn't got any points on the board already? Yeah, well, look, it's a cliche, but you, t- you take every game as it comes. And obviously losing last week put a wee bit more pressure on the game, game the night. Like, so we knew if we got a performance right, you know, the result would take care of itself. And, you know, maybe Harps, you know, you just didn't turn up tonight. And, you know, you get them, those nights, maybe that was us last week. So, um, look, we'll, we'll take the win and the game will move on. Yeah, and I suppose it was six points in at half time. We were on commentary, probably expecting the Harps to come back and cut into that. But you came out so sharp to start of the second half. Was there any message, anything said, or what do you think it was? I don't know. We, we went at half time and said, 
looks nil nil. Let's go fucking win the second half. And yeah. We come out and I think we got the first goal of the game, and then you know we tagged on a goal, and it, it sort of deflated them, and you could see their heads dropped, and you know we tried to keep going and, and keep yeah. performance levels high and the standards high, and you know we did that and we kept going, and uh, look. All the boys really stepped up tonight, and you need that. You need all 15 boys, you know, performing. And tonight, thankfully, we got that. Do you think points difference could come into it when you, you had your tails up there? You kept going for scores. Of course, there's a chance you could end up leveling points with another team. Does, does that come into your thinking? Uh, during the game, no. You know, you're just trying to keep the standards high. But look, it could come down to that. We don't know. We we need to do our bit next week, and uh, all we can do is take care of take care of ourselves and try and win that game next week and gain get a performance. Yeah, and the last question, of course, you're back at home now next week against Shane's, and you've already touched on it there, but is it now important to kick on and get them few points and finish as high as you can in the group? Absolutely, yeah. Look, Shane's have a lot of great players, and I, I know a lot of them from playing with Armagh, and you know, they're a good opposition for anyone, you know, on their day. So uh, I actually watched them you know, last week against Harps, and I thought in glimpses they were brilliant. They really were. So, look, we're not taking anyone for granted. They're a very good team. So uh, we'll knuckle down again and try and bear that performance again next week, hopefully. Yeah. Appreciate it, Enjoy well right, Cheers. Take care. Yeah, Philly, in that same group, that group C, uh, Madden uh, obviously hosts the Harps next week. They had a, a one point win over Shane O'Neill's very competitive game on the Shane's. I suppose they were disappointed with been beat by the Harps the first week. Madden had a couple injuries now, Grimley still not back. Peter Lappin only come on, Nell Smith only come on, Darren Mullen didn't play. So it was a chance for Shane O'Neill's that they might, might feel that they had something there. There was an opportunity to get points on the board, but Madden, I suppose for them it's job done. Two points on the board and move on. That's it, like I probably outsiders looking in were maybe looking at another kind of statement performance by, by Madden after the Silver Bridge win, kind of going there thinking, you know, rack up another, you know, what maybe comfortable win away to Shane Reels. But having been to Shane Reels a couple of times in recent years, albeit maybe even a challenge, I think last year I travelled down, like Camilla, down to Shane Reels in the Camilla, like it's a kind of it's a hotbed to go to, like really there. Like, regardless, it was only a challenge I played last year, but I felt the intensity and everything down there. They have a great crowd behind them and everything else, like, and some really committed players, like, so. Um, I know there's a few injuries as well, so to bring out that performance and all, I'm sure, you know, that makes them feel like they belong in senior championship, which, you know, I'm sure they believe that they do, and you know, it's they'll probably be disappointed they just never got off the mark, be it albeit a point would have put them in a great position going forward um, to next week or whatever, but they're still not out of it. The, you know, it's for for Madden's sake, like going there, getting the two points back down the road to Madden, like they're happy enough. Like it's, I could eulogise as much as I eulogise about Jack Grugan there today because um, I've seen him over the years produce performances that Drummond T is a whole cut and handle. When I was in Nets, I can do the same for uh, Niall Grimley and it's an awful disappointment that he hasn't had the impact over the last couple of years even with our man, never mind Madden, like, but just injuries and all for him. Like, if they were, I'm not sure if his whole um, current situation was injuries, like, if they were to get him back on the pitch, like, Madden are a very difficult team to deal with. Like, I've only speak from my own experience and haven't played them quite a number of years, number of times over the years, both in Madden and at home. Serious forward line as well. Like, we all know the class that Bannock Nab here, but I put Madden up there as well, the likes of Arne McKenna and that, like, serious footballers who can produce real outstanding moments on the day and sometimes you need in championship football for those type of players to actually get your team over the line and perhaps that's what happened the other night uh, to get them their, their one point victory or whatever like when you have boys like that up top like 
it's a godsend. You've seen how Drummond he struggled at times, really not having a focal point or not having a go-to man or whatever. Like said, Neil Courtney done well with a couple of Jack McCardle got three scores and that. Like, but if you have a real prolific scorer up there, a real threat across maybe three or four players, like adds a whole new dimension to your team. Like, and gives the defence and goalkeeper that much more confidence knowing that if you get the ball up there, then boys will do the damage. So, listen, Sheeran Hills will take heart from the performance, like, but they'll be looking to build on that next week or whatever. And for Madden, it's two wins from two. Roll on next week. And I suppose we're, we're speaking here, as I mentioned, after the Bally McNabb game. Crossing the Sources Fields is taking place at the minute, so obviously we can't cover that. We'll cover it a good bit on Thursday, the two teams. That's in Group D. Also in Group D is Mullabon and Clannagail, and another result of the weekend, I suppose. Mullabon, they were six points up against Sourcefields last week, Philly, and got beat. They were eight points up today and got beat. I was up at that game, Clannagail, just... Callum O'Neill, we spoke about him last week's show, um, young up and coming prospect, the wing half back, surged and runs forward, got a got foul for a penalty, scored a point himself and won a couple of frees, and Shane McCartan, he was the, the star of the show again in terms of scoring, they just turned it in the second half and such a, a moral boosting win for Clannagale from where they were at half time, but Mullabon will be scratching their heads and how that happens in your home turf. Yeah, and again, it's a testament to that's a 1B team again, going away to a 1A team. Granted, Mullaban got relegated this year, like, but they had their year in 1A there like, and would put them in good stead come championship time, but that didn't materialise today. Like, Mullaban, yeah, scratching their heads is probably putting it mainly. Like, that's two weeks in a row where they've had themselves in a winning position. If you take it back, I talked about Silverbridge, if you take it back last week at half time in the Mullaban dressing room, whatever, six points up away to Sarsfield, it's like in a good place, like, thinking. No, we can make an impact here in senior championship and suddenly depending on what way the result goes tonight they could be out of the senior championship that's how quickly things can develop really in the space of seven days so it's yeah for for clans like i'm hearing very good things about clans from a team played them in the minor semi-final this tuesday night i believe and yeah the couple of um certainly was doing a goalkeeper session with young james McBennett, who's the armand minor keeper like and he was waxing lyrical about clans like like seeing the four lads, I think the four lads playing senior football who are playing with the minors, like, and you know, really excellent footballers. I mean, the likes of Supi, like McPartland, complimenting that. Like, you know, you could be looking at cans with ambitions to go a lot further in championships than people might think. You'd certainly not see any team wanting to face them going forward or whatever else, like, and then have that good solid. Uh, BS as well of minor team coming through as well. Like, so looking towards beyond this year's championship, they're certainly looking probably in the next few years and all, making a real impact in the championship just like I used to come across them back in the day when I first started Clans are one of the big guns like, and have been the, one of the big guns historically in Armagh Championship they'll probably think the last number of years maybe get off the radar a wee bit well they're looking to bounce back now and three points from their first two games or whatever puts them in a great position to not only go through but to top their group is what they'll be looking at for next week Like so fair play for Mulliban it's yeah depending on how tonight's result goes or whatever um, relegation from 1A isn't ideal but you know Drummond he suffered the fate, same fate last year and bounced straight back up so that's what they have to look at like and yeah it's let's just see how tonight goes I suppose like it'd be interesting to see this is the scenario I suppose that we all like to avoid in that if you're going into the last round of fixtures and you know you're already nothing to play for what way does that pan out in terms of it and um, hopefully with the scoring dif- difference then that shouldn't make an impact with other games and everything else but from Mulliban perspective then it might be an opportunity next week to blood a few young players and everything else like so take it what you can like the kind of 
yeah, scratching their heads, probably kicking themselves a bit too, Mullaban, the way the two games have panned out. Uh, didn't see either game live myself, like, so it's, you know, game management and everything else when you're in that kind of lead is, you know, it's something that needs to be learned and then implemented going forward. So they'll f- hopefully find themselves then for their own sake in a better place than going forward on the back of the two experiences. But certainly harsh lessons to be learned for them in the senior championship this year. On Group C then we had Clannerin going to the Grange and a Clannerin side without Ryan Henderson, without Ryan Owens and without Barry McCambridge. So they were missing a few key men and Grange really put it up to them, really. Um, I suppose that's what you expect for, from Grange in the Grange. But Clannerin again just showed their class show their quality and come through another good win for them that's it similar to Madden really like you know it's you love to go to these places and you know churn out 10-11 point victories and everyone's you know clean uh, slate with regards to injuries and everybody kind of getting on the scoreboard sometimes it doesn't materialise like that like you have to go and win dirty uh, especially away from home or whatever else so Clan Aaron got that win they'd be happy enough and moving forward two wins out of two you know they're in a good place at the minute like this whatever about the performance and everything else they got the win and that's all that counts come championship football for Greens themselves like no way trying to be patronising like but for the league campaign they had to put in two stellar performances they got um, that's it like and it's I know I noticed that Mihal was back Mihal McKenna was back last week I think he might have got a double yeller I think yes or whatever like but he has that quality that I'm talking about in terms of up front, someone who can give you that kind of, you know, uh, impact on the scoreboard or whatever else. Like so, hopefully he's back next week or whatever. And and I imagine the Greens and probably still have an opportunity next week to to get themselves through to the next round of the championship. Like so, that's the beauty of this format. But it's also testament to the work that Greens have done in this year's championship, and they're deserving of that chance considering how well they've played against the two teams. And as I say, that's not been patronising, that's just giving them credit for the performances they've put in because we have seen other 1B teams suffer at the hands of 1A teams. Um, and Grange, after the league campaign, they have had you know, many thought, you know, this could be a walkover against Grange because there's a couple of big kind of heavy defeats in the league. But it certainly has been that case come championship time. Like they have, you know, put in standard performances and... You know, it's they're not written off yet. The next week to progress to the next round, which there'll be four teams that unfortunately won't. They're taking on St Peter's next week and St Peter's. I was at this one on Saturday night. They took on Green Moore. Um, I suppose a really low scoring first half. St Peter's will kick a lot of wides, but Green Moore will force them out in the in the outside the scoring zone. Really, went two points up. Took Green Moore twenty eight minutes to get on the score sheet. Got three quick points and um, went ahead at half time. But sort of score for score really in the second half and a draw was probably a fair result and we spoke with Graham Moore manager Niall McAleenan after the game so um, I suppose we don't have to spend too long in this game Philly but a good result for both teams St Peter's bouncing back after that really harsh 15 point loss to Clannerin and Graham Moore they'll be happy they're still unbeaten in the group and that's the thing like Drummond he should look at that really and say listen St Peter's could beat by 15 points or whatever like the easy thing there to do is just put the head down and say this isn't for us like in terms of this year next year we'll build again but they didn't they've got their point on the board and it's kind of all all or nothing now against them and Grange next week like and I'm sure they'll fancy themselves as much as Grange believe that they can get the win and get themselves over the line and into the next round like so all the play for in that group fair play to St Peter's like it's uh, yeah Greymore's a, a, a tough outfit like the you know the are sitting on three points now, so like Graham Moore's happy with their work too, um, dug out the draw, whatever else. Like so, they're building nicely from their perspective into into next week. But yes, yeah, St Peter's and Grange, 
despite you know the heavy defeat St Peter's took last week they're looking ahead now with a more positive outlook and that's the likes of the teams who perhaps have been in the end of defeats here certainly Drummond here in the end of a heavy defeat here will take confidence from that knowing that next week there's still another round of games to play and probably all well I'm not sure if the cross result but I imagine all of uh, apart from Mullivan will have something to fight for So that's all for our review show from me and Philly we're going to hear from Nara McAleenan now the Graham Moore manager I spoke to him after their draw with St Peter's on Saturday evening just a quick thank you to Capture Athletic for sponsoring our podcast for the duration of the um, of the championship. Thanks to Kieran Lynch, he spoke to Jarley O'Burns after the Silver Bridge game. And thanks to RMR TV for their, the crew helping us out here and the use of the equipment too. So um, we'll be back on Thursday with another preview show and we'll look at the final round of the championship. So I'm joined by Graham Moore manager Niall McAleenan here. Your team's only after drawing um, with St Peter's, 10 points apiece now, um, probably a fair enough um, result in the end? Yeah, I would say so, Sean, you know, we're probably relieved, you know, coming down the home straight there when, you know, they were a point up and, and they were full value for the draw there in the match. I just didn't think that, you know, our fellas probably played to their potential and I suppose that's disappointing in that it was our last home game of the season and, you know, we spoke about that all week that, you know, we wanted to go out, you know, and put a performance in, but... It's been a difficult, I suppose, last few weeks in that we've lost, you know, sort of key men. Uh, obviously, with two O'Neill's own, uh, O'Neill and then Jason O'Neill, uh, you know, who are two major scorers for us in the team. And then Ross, he's away to Canada. Uh, massive miss, and then Dan Carr had to quit sort of playing. And then Ryan Rafferty was sort of carrying injuries. Buddy Holly was only coming back into the team. So we're, we're missing a lot of players at the minute. But at the same time, I'm sure at this stage of the year, St. Peter's and other teams are going to be doing the same. So... You know, we go to Clanner next week, which is going to be a very difficult game, you know, to win down there. Uh, but listen, we'll go, we'll try and prepare as best we possibly can this week and, and we'll see what happens in the game, you know. We'll get to Clanner shortly, Nell, but I suppose just on tonight, you mentioned the men that they were missing. I suppose you, you were quite wasteful in the first half at times and the likes of Jason O'Neill missing there, like that's, yeah. that's where you're missing him. Oh yeah, massively. And, and as I say, defensively this year, Sean, we've been really, really strong. You know, I think the maximum that we've conceded when the average we've conceded in games has only been 10 points. So you'd like to think, you know, if you're only conceding 10 points that you'd be winning the majority of matches. But, you know, without those guys up front, then, you know, for any team missing them, you know, you're going to maybe struggle for scores. But I felt in the first half we were coming out of defence and we were forcing the pass, you know, some were overcooked uh, and then maybe somewhere you know along the ground the wet slippy night and stuff like that it was difficult for boys inside to take it but you know St Peter's came here today and I'm sure they wanted to put down their stamp after getting well beat you know in the first week uh, against Clan Aaron and, and, and they definitely did do that and you know they brought a physicality to it and they brought an intensity to it early on and it maybe took us a while maybe to get up to speed with that and that's the difficulty I suppose you know maybe 1A and 1B teams when you're taking it you can maybe you know psychologically teams you while you speak about it and you say you know about not taking teams for granted and stuff sometimes it can you know but St Peter's you know we're full value for it there and so we're lucky not to come up you know into the division the, the, the division 1A this year as well you know and I suppose with that now being a 1A versus a 1B team the hammering that St Peter's took last week what did that creep in or maybe you were, you were waiting for a reaction here because you knew St Peter's couldn't be probably as bad as the war last week? Yeah, it, it possibly did but you know I would have felt you know ourselves against Grange last week you know we started the game off very very well and we went 7-1 up and then we absolutely stopped and again that was a game you know we were, we were lucky I suppose you know what I mean to come away with a win so I felt we would have been maybe more set for the game but yeah it was one of those games I was at it last week and it you know it was a, it was a big beating clanner and put over St Peter's but you know in the first 20 minutes it maybe wasn't like that St Peter's 
they should have been closer. But when you get a big defeat like that there for the next match coming out, you are going to be set. And they were set today and they were full value, you know what I mean, for, for at least a point in the game today. Well, I suppose, now, coming into this game, Graham Moore uh, were probably the favourites and, as you say, had home advantage. Coming off the back of last year, reaching the first ever senior championship final, has that how has that been in terms of trying to push on again this year, get back to that stage? Obviously, it's the group stage, it's a different format this year, but feeding in from last year, like has that been the target just to try to push on and, and get back to that stage? Yeah, well, I suppose, Sean, the target from the start of the season was to get safe in the league, and lucky enough, it went down similar to last year to the, the final game of the season, and then the way that I approach any game, we just take it sort of game by game, but you're obviously looking, you know what I mean, to get to a quarter-final stage if you can get there, and then, you know, hoping for maybe, you know, a favourable draw at that stage and, and see where it takes you, but no doubt that you know getting to final last year the boys have you know had great belief in themselves and, and, and that builds a wee bit of momentum and stuff like that but no doubt you know if we're going to make a quarter final we have to up our performances from what we've put in there you know in our first two games today at Black. And spoke to you about the men missing but Cian Toner's back this year and he's had a huge impact particularly in the league I've seen him in the final day against Bally McNabby he was brilliant another good game today and his experience now how, how key is that in the dressing room? Oh absolutely massive Cian is uh, you know he's just a natural leader and I suppose you know Cian's went back into that, that position where Ross would have sort of played last year and you know he's given us that sort of focus and that communication uh, back there in that sort of position and he, he, the boys all look up to him you know what I mean he's a big strong fella he can win ball, he can win dirty ball, he can put in tackles and, and he can play a bit of football himself as well so we know it's brilliant having Kieran back uh, in the team. So finally just now Clannoran, we mentioned next week having to go to Lurgan, they're probably in the informed team in the county at the minute, they're the league champions they're a lot of people's tip for the championship so it's going to be a difficult journey for you. Oh, massive, massively difficult job and I suppose you know the two teams that you would look at at the minute you know for getting to the latter stages would be you know Clannoran and obviously Cross McGlain and listen they're littered with football footballers you know they would nearly remind me of the one point team that I would have took a few years ago with pace and of energy all over the park and then obviously with Connor Turbot and stuff and the McCann Campbells, Tiernan Kelly and McCambry, Farmy Cambridge and stuff playing in the team, you know, it's, it's a formidable team so it's going to be a very, very difficult game uh, next week, so we'll just have to prepare as best we possibly can and, and see where that takes us, Sean, you know. Good stuff, Nell. Thanks for coming Thanks, on. Sean. Thanks, Sean.